everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hello, hello. Um, and we were off last week because Stephanie was moving. Yay. Yay, bigger apartment. <laughs> Gotta love it. How was how was moving and your um it was long actually great. I got rid of some stuff. I packed everything before the movers got there. That's and good. they moved everything except for like random little tiny things. I found out I was stockpiling booze apparently for the end of the world. Um, By stockpiling, you mean? Like I literally had like this cabinet that I thought was all glasses, like champagne flutes and like random glasses over the years. And there wasn't a single glass in it. It was all booze. <laughs> and like some of the booze, I don't know where it came from. Do you think they were like gifts and you like, I think it was a combo of like gifts. And then like, maybe I'd come home from like a work event oh. bottle, and I would just put it in there and I just kept putting <laughs> to the back. But I have like four bottles of booze, another like, probably nine bottles of various champagnes. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to just start drinking it all. Yeah. Especially the Vouve. I'm jelly of the Vouve. I mean. Well, it's actually great because my mom retires a week from today. Oh, yeah. Go to the beach that Friday for a week. So I'm going to bring some with. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, because one night we're having like a retirement party for her and uh, just a family party. She has some other social distance partings, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Oh, yay. Oh my God. I love that. Um, all right. So today, what are you drinking out of your many choices? (laughs) Well, I also realized I had some unused uh, sugar-free ginger beer, so I made a Moscow Mule. Okay. Drinking it out of a uh, copper-colored corksicle, not an official Mule glass, but works just the same. So Tito's little Mm. ginger beer lime mint. Is it good with the no sugar ginger Mm -hmm. beer? Yeah, I I don't know. It's the ginger beer I get at Trader Joe's, and it has no sugar, and it tastes just like the regular one. Oh, hmm. I don't know what the calorie difference is in it, but it says no sugar. So, and it okay. tastes great. It tastes the same. Yeah. Um, that's great. I am um drinking a Babe Rose. Yes. Well, it has been. <laughs> has been in the rotation I think it's also like so hard I was explaining this I think I was explaining this to somebody and telling them about our podcast and I was like well normally when we're together we're drinking a bottle of champagne or sparkling wine but it's like very hard I mean it's not hard but like every week for us to like solely drink a bottle because like sometimes you just want like a glass or two. And normally when it's the two of us, we like will finish a bottle because there's two of us. Yeah. But, like it's so hard to like keep champagne. So yeah. for us to open our own bottles is just like wasteful. 
Yeah, like maybe if we recorded on like a Friday or Saturday or like whatever, and then yeah. I drink the whole bottle. But like, I during quarantine, I've been really good about like I don't drink a lot during the week, and right. like I don't want to drink an entire bottle of champagne on a Tuesday. Right. Why I feel like I haven't had much champagne recently, even though it is champs and gossip. But. <laughs> I know. And uh, right. I feel bad because I feel like in this quarantine, we've kind of like, we've switched. I mean, I think in the beginning we were trying to do some like cocktails and we've like switched back and forth. But I mean, I think people understand that in the, in this situation, we're not, you know, and I guess mine is technically, it's like a rosé with bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have bubbles from the ginger beer, I guess, but it's not champagne. Yeah, it's it's fine. I like it's it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I do have though. I have a champagne for us to try, but I'm currently trying to track it down because mm-hmm. I can't. They don't sell it locally, but I really want to get my hands on a bottle, two bottles of it, Ooh. and if I can, one's for you and one's for me, and then we're gonna drink it because I read about it, but I can't figure out where to buy it. But you can get it in the U.S. Uh-huh. But I can't. I I haven't found a place that actually has it in stock. Oh, so I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. You work on that. Yeah. And then I need to. Yeah. I feel like I've been making note of like some champagnes I want to try. Mm-hmm. Um. Once we can, I wonder. So I guess I don't know. I feel like there's some people who have like been recording in like non-social distancing, but I'm like. Mm, I don't know. So we'll play it by ear when we feel like we want to. I mean, granted, we have seen each other, so it's not like. (laughs) I mean, I feel like we probably could. Yeah. Yeah. We're in each other's circle, so it's Yeah. I mean, I feel like we could. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? Why not, right? Okay, on that note, um, let's let's go into our top five. Yay! Um, so today's top five are the top five, either TV shows, movies, or podcasts that you have recently, um, watched or listened to. Um, we could do books too, if you've recently heard, like read a book too. Um, I haven't finished any books. I've started four recently. (laughs) Like you started four, like at different times you're currently the problem my list of books is so big so it was huge and then all this happened with like blm and i added like another like 15 books i wanted to read and so now my list is like i know like so it's like so big like i like reading it has to be my full-time job but i can't even finish a book (laughs) like right now so yeah, I, I like started four recently and I haven't finished any of them. So I need to just like focus on one. Four is crazy though. That you know. <laughs> four is a lot. It's stupid. Fine. What'd you say? It's stupid. <laughs> no, it's not. It, it is. It's it like, I just need to focus on one, finish it, move on to the next. <laughs> Add them to my list. I don't have to like buy them all at once. Keep it with them. Screenshot them. Add them to my list. (laughs) Add them to my wish list. Whatever. But it's fine. Okay. Okay. 
Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Doesn't matter to me. Hmm. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first is a TV show that actually just finished this past weekend. The Politician. I, so I wanted to watch it when it first came out, like season one. And I put it on my list and then I kept like putting it off. And obviously I love all things Ryan Murphy. So I obviously I knew I was going to like it. I love it. And I literally like, I literally finished, I just finished the second season yesterday and I maybe watched like two episodes yesterday. So on Sunday, I watched, no, Sunday? No, Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, I watched like all of season one and like half of season two. It's just so good. It's so good. I So I watched season one right when it came out, like the day it came out. And then we started season two last night. Last night. Hey. I watched two episodes. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> but it also is so like, I mean, it's like a dark comedy, like, uh, like, um, crap, I can't think of the right word. It's like so out there, but it's like hilarious. Yeah. And it's also though, like so true. Some of it, like it's so ridiculous. Some of the things that happens in the show, but you're also like, yeah, but it's not that ridiculous. Right. And I like, I feel like he, like Ryan Murphy does this in, um, in all of his, I feel like in all of his shows, there's always a character that's like so over the top. Or, like, so the extreme of something, right? So, like, in Glee, it was Leah Michelle's character who was just, like, so anal and so, like, crazy, which she probably kind of plays that role very well because clearly she's <laughs> she's been talked about, about being, uh, yeah, being kind of... Honestly, like, it's so weird that, like, when all of that stuff was coming out about her, I was, like that's kind of her character, right? Like in, in Glee, like she played, even though she was kind of like, she wasn't popular in Glee. She was a bully because she thought that she was the best singer. Yeah. Her dream was to be a diva. Right. So it's crazy. I mean, it's not crazy. I feel like sometimes I, these, these directors and writers know the people to cast They probably know that that's their inner self. So, but anyway, I, I really enjoyed the politician. I love Ben Platt. Like his voice is unreal. So talented. He's so talented. Um, I read like, I, I read an interview with Ryan Murphy and I think he said he's going to wait a little bit for season three because he wants Ben to get a little older because oh, I guess, like, because obviously the progression would be for him to run for president. Because right. obviously that's like the whole thing is that he's like, I'm going to be the president. Um, and so I guess he wants him to maybe like age a little bit more. Um, I feel yeah. like though like, he's going to probably need to wait a little because Ben Platt. Yeah, he's 26, I but think. But he looks like 18. Guy looks 12. <laughs> <laughs> He does look like he's he like looks young. 
He looks very young. Yeah. So, I mean, because I was even like, is he even in his 30s? Like, and I it was like, no, he's yeah. not. So I was like, oh my gosh. But anyway, yes. So that I'm like totally on board. If anybody has not watched it, watch it. It's very good. It's I have not, speaking of Ryan Murphy, now I need to go back and finish Hollywood because I started two episodes and it kind of moved a little slow. And I kind of lost my like interest, but now I think I'm going to go back. And I haven't started that one yet. Yeah, it starts, it starts, I mean, it's interesting. It starts a little slow, but I heard that because it's like, you know, because it's like old Hollywood. So, yeah, but I've heard it's great. And I mean, I, I assume that it's great. So I, I have to give it a try. Um, okay. My second show that I have started, oh, well, yes, I have started because I think it's like a week to week show is Legendary on HBO Max. Oh, what is that? So it is a competition show for the ballroom scene for like um, that basically Pose is like based off of. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like, it's so good. One, because I'm like caught up on Pose. So I like, no, like I, it's, they like make reference it, not to pose, but like, because I've watched that, I understand. Cause I never knew what the ballroom culture and like the ballroom scene was. Cause it's obviously like a New York thing. Um, but it's really interesting, like seeing like real life, they call them houses. So like real life houses, like competing. So it's essentially it's a competition and the, the house that wins I can't remember how much money they win money, but it, um, yeah, but it's, it's really interesting. And the first, the first episode, um, who was, uh, who was, oh no, I think she's, is she, is she, no, I was trying to think if Megan Thee Stallion is always a judge or not, but she was on the first episode and they have like different, um, they have different judge, like a guest judge, Um, But it's really, I mean, it's entertaining and it's fun. I think it's every week. And I like, I think I watched only like three episodes because there were only three out, but it's really fun. And the costumes and the dancing is like real cool. Themes and everything. It's like a dream. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, it's really good. And then um, a podcast that I just downloaded maybe like last week is Fertility Friday. Oh. And I started listening to that and it's like, yeah. it's really good. And it's not even, so it's not even about like trying, trying to have a baby or anything like that. It's just explaining like what goes on as a female <laughs> in your body and like all, cause she talks about like itty and everything where it's like, yes, if you want to have a baby, like these are the things, yeah. but there's also episodes that talk about like using this like method and understanding your body to not have a baby and like not have to use birth control and the, and the effects of birth. So there, she has so many episodes that talk about like, is birth control good for you? Is like certain diets, are they good for you? What does this do for your body? Blah, 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 blah. So it's just like, and they all, and she also talks about how like, just there's so many like, and I've talked to a lot of friends about the fact that like, 
you don't really like no one really talks to you about like what happens with your body like whether it's having a period or having a baby or whatever it's just kind of like you have your period you if you have bad cramps um go on birth control it'll fix your acne or don't go on birth control or don't have you know it's like those things but it doesn't really explain like the the things that are going on so it's really interesting and I've been like really like intrigued kind of like oh huh interesting (laughs) that's interesting that I I have not listened to that but this one podcast that I've started listening to regularly it's like a health a health and wellness guy that I found through this other podcast I listened to and he did an episode where he's talking a lot about like it geared towards women and just like how like this the stages of like your period and stuff like how like so his big thing is he weighs himself every day and he thinks everybody should because when you do that you see like natural ups and downs like you have but for women it's even more interesting because like all the stages of your cycle is tied to it so like you can tell what's happening with your body because it's an up day or it's a down day or like and you can like relate it once you start tracking it you can relate it back to like your cycle and all the stuff and like all of it is connected and you're right like no one ever talks to you about any of those female things nothing they're like oh you're bleeding you have your period that means you can now have a baby Right, like, that's what? it. That's all it is. Right, and you're like, but wait. What explains to you why, what yeah. happened? Like, what happens? What are, like, just so many things. So it's just, it's really interesting, and I'm, like, I'm really enjoying it. And the the woman, uh, she has, like, she does classes. She has a Facebook group. Like, yeah, it's, like, really interesting. Um and then, uh, oh, and then another podcast. So I downloaded Amanda Seals podcast, Small yeah. Dipses. And then today I listened to her episode with Tinka Sumter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love her. And she has a podcast called, um, called The Sugar. And it essentially is, so basically what she said was she realized that there was no like space in media, whether it's blogs or um, uh, podcast or whatever for black, black moms. Mm -hmm. So whether it's black women who are pregnant, trying to get pregnant, have kids. So there's no space for them. And so she was just talking about why she started it because she was like, I just didn't see anybody like me. And like, when you're, especially when you're pregnant, you have all these questions like, is this happening? Is that happening? And, you know, you just want to talk to people. So her podcast is with her and her business partner. And I haven't listened to it yet, but I downloaded it. But and then I also sent it to like all of my like black girlfriends who are moms, because I'm like, if you like podcasts, like I love, I mean, I'm, I love Tinka Sumter. So I was like, it sounds like it's a really good podcast. So I was like, all right, I'll download that. Um, yeah. And then my last one was a movie. I think we watched two days ago, um, the five bloods on Netflix. Oh yeah. So it's a Spike Lee movie Uh and it's about five 
um, Black guys who served in the Vietnam War. And they are like reuniting. Well, one of them died in like in the war, but they're reuniting because when they were there, they found some gold and they, along with like burying their friend, they also like hid the gold so that they would come back and find it. So they like go back and it's really, I mean, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it's intense, but I mean, it's also a Spike Lee movie. So, you know, but yeah, it's good. I liked it. I'll have to put that on my list too. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Okay. That's my list. <laughs> Obviously, I have more than five, but I'm not going to say more than five. <laughs> um, okay. So, the first thing, the most recent thing I literally finished today was um, the Lady Gang and the Stacks did, um, which I know you listened to as well. They did a like, uh, episode about white fragility the book and so the first episode was on lady gang and then the second episode was on the stacks podcast um and i thought part two was significantly better than part one mm-hmm. um yeah but, I, I i haven't finished part two but yeah. just from like just from listening i don't know where i'm at but i yes i agree with that 100 percent mm-hmm. It just was really, I think, really good. And I think anybody, even if you haven't read the book, that's one of the books I've started, but I haven't gotten very far. But even if you haven't read the book, you don't have to have read the book to actually listen to the podcast. Right. Um, but the way that uh, the host, Tracy, which... So I've known about the Stacks podcast for a while. I hadn't listened to it. I had no idea that she was Black at all. I feel like they never once mentioned that. Not that they necessarily had to mention it, but at the same time, like... Yeah. And it's hard to I don't tell know. from it's her... Weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why it's that bothers it's me. It's hard to though. tell from her podcast, too, because she doesn't have a lot of photos. And then yeah. even... I had to, like, go back. I mean, she is... I, I believe that she might be biracial. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that obviously... She's, she's lighter... Um, so that's probably, it's hard to tell, you know, it's hard to tell, but I really like her. Oh, I really like her too. And I want to go back and start listening to her podcast because some of the books, I mean, a lot of the books she picks and she talks about this, I think in part one on the lady gang, maybe, but like a lot of the books she picks are not the like popular trendy Reese's book club books which are like a lot of the books that I tend to read and so like I want to like read other books and so um I went through and just like clicked a few of the episodes and like subscribed just to like see what books she talks about because I really like I enjoyed her a lot but I just think that episode was really good uh for people to listen to I thought it was very informative and a lot of the stuff that she said I thought was really poignant and like the the conversation she was having with the lady gang girls I thought was just like really good yeah for people to hear so that was really great um and then let's see the next thing that oh so Mike and I watched the um we rented the king of Staten Island oh yeah um this past weekend was it yeah friday night i think i heard it's kind of long i loved it 
person. I we like Mike liked it. I like I liked it more than Mike liked it. Um, so it's the Pete Davidson movie that he wrote. Yeah, and was directed by Judd Apatow. Um, and it's kind of like autobiographical because his dad, uh, the character in the the movie, his dad was a fireman and died in duty, which his dad like died at nine eleven as a fireman. So um, I thought it was a really good movie. Like it's funny, it's like deep, it like is good. Um, so I liked it. We liked it. Um, we rented it because it just came out in theaters <laughs> or on demand, whatever. <laughs> but it was good. I liked it. Like I would watch it again and like recommend it to people. Um, I'm curious. It made me think, wonder though, like because Pete Davidson's had so many issues like with substances and stuff in the past couple of years, like how he's doing. I just was curious. <laughs> Only cause like it, he has like an arc in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I wonder if this movie helped him at all. Yeah. I think that, um, well from, I mean, I'm assuming from the SNL skits, he's at home with his family, with his mom. With his mom yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this is, this, like, I know I was early on when quarantine happened, Jen was saying that, like, she's having to work so much more because a lot of her clients, like, need more, you know, therapy sessions. And she's like, I also am very worried for people who do struggle with substance abuse and that type of stuff because you're, you know, you're home and you can be depressed and you know whatnot so it is a very slippery slope in the sense of like especially and and just thinking about like people who have mental illness that you know if you're home and like you lose your job then you're spiraling to be depressed and it's just like so scary yeah um but yeah a good movie I want to watch his stand-up, too, because his stand-up's on Netflix, and I have not watched it. I didn't think his stand-up was that funny. Oh, you didn't like it? I, 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 there were parts that made me laugh, um, but I didn't love it. Like, mm. um, Mike says I'm very picky, though, with stand-up. Like, <laughs> there are the people I really like, and then I put everybody else, and, like, they're fine. Like, I'll watch it. Like, I'll watch every stand-up special that comes out on Netflix. No but, matter who the person is. And like, I won't necessarily laugh out loud, but there's like six people that like, I will laugh out loud like the whole yeah. time. And I can watch them like 15 times and I will keep, I will laugh every time. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I could, cause I feel like I'm in a, in a way the same, like I'll watch, every, I mean, I'll watch every, anybody's, but there's probably only a few people that like, I'm like, oh, okay, that was really funny. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so... Okay. Um, I can tell you I never thought Chris D'Elia was that funny. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. We can talk about him after this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, and then the next thing that Mike and I were watching that we um, finished was a show on Netflix called Self Made. Um, oh, yeah. About CJ Walker. Yeah. Which um, was really good. I knew absolutely nothing about the story. Like, I nothing. Like, didn't oh, even, really? I never even heard of C.J. Walker. Oh, my God. See? Uh, schools. I have some issues with it, though. <laughs> what? 
Well, I, they I haven't seen it yet, but there's I, a couple of things that are completely made up for like dramatic effect, and I think that no. it, it's it frustrates me that sometimes shows do that mm-hmm. to make it more dramatic because honestly, I don't think either of those two things were necessarily necessary to make it like for it still to be a compelling show. What did what it what is it? What did they make up? I mean, I like I know that obviously I know what it should be. I don't, don't want to. You don't want to spoil it. Okay. <laughs> There's something about her daughter that is completely false. Oh, okay. So like personal things to make a yeah. Drink. Her daughter's character. There's like a a, a storyline that is in the show that wasn't true at all. And then the other thing. Um, I can't remember what it was, but because this is what happens when I watch historical shows. You Google. I Google. And then the first thing I do is I Google how accurate is X. So like when we watched um, Ford versus Ferrari, I knew nothing about that story. Shoot. We just watched that. I forgot. But I, so I Googled that and they were like, this movie is so accurate. There's only one little thing that's so Mm -hmm. minor that they can't document. And it literally was just like one of the like fist fights they got in, like so minor. Everything wow. else they say is so accurate. And so I always do that. Um, yeah. But this was, it was really good. And the um, the cast is great because it's Blair yeah. Underwood Love and uh, Tiffany Haddish is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really good. I need to watch that. Maybe I'll, maybe we'll watch that tonight. It's only four episodes. Like four hour long. Oh, it's like a oh, it's, it's a oh, it's a mini series. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it was really good. Um, yeah, I um, yeah. Well, I guess obviously I learned about it because hair, you know. <laughs> yeah, but so she was the first like female millionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's crazy that like I feel I mean, I don't. Oh, I remember the second thing that was made up. I have to ask my mom this because like, I feel as if in school, I had to do like reports on like for Black History Month, but maybe I didn't have to do it for school. Maybe my mom made me do it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't remember because I even, because I was talking to Matt about this the other day and I was like trying to remember, I was like, you know, I was like the guy, like the black guy who invented the stoplight. And he's like, who? And I was like, what? And I was like, I can't, I was like, well, I can't remember his name right now. And so then I like Googled it and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And then it like triggered like a memory of like being young and like having to do a report on him. So I need to ask my parents if like, like if they just made me do reports and maybe do stuff and like learn things or like if whatever school I was attending actually like, I think yeah. people had reports, but they were all like on like the same five people. <laughs> Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, uh, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yes. <laughs> one. Um, Baseball. Oh, <laughs> Jackie Robinson. <laughs> It's so terrible. It's so terrible. But you're you know, not wrong. I mean, it was like the same ones because I've been learning so much lately about people that I didn't know existed, like CJ Walker, which something annoying about CJ Walker is that is not even that isn't her name. That's her husband's name. Oh, 
Yeah. She took the brand out under her husband's name, who is a terrible person. <laughs> but recently, Sephora brought it back as like a trip, like a company like started reproducing it because it got sold. And then like her granddaughter or great granddaughter, I can't remember who, like gave um like gave Sephora or somebody connected to Sephora the rights to like redo it. So they are selling it again at a whole line inspired uh-huh. by CJ Walker at Sephora. What was the what was it called? What was I guess I should know this, but what was it called? Do you CJ know? Walker. Oh, it was called CJ Walker. Yeah, the whole brand. So all the products were under that. Wow. Yeah. It's a really good show. I know. All right. I'm going to watch it. Sorry. It's quick. (laughs) We're legit on three. (laughs) All right. The next will be quick. Um, Okay. So then I also, there's like clearly a theme in a lot of what I've been watching lately um, or listening to. I listen to, so my favorite podcast is this podcast called Diet Starts Tomorrow. And it's by um, the Betches, uh, two of the founders of Betches. And so it's all about like health and wellness and basically the whole idea of like, I'll start my diet tomorrow. And they like talk about all the fad diets and like how they've been on diets their whole life. But one of their most recent episodes is basically about like how it was called white privilege in the wellness industry. And that basically diet and wellness is all based in racism. And like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's very, once you start thinking about it, it's, like, very, like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, it was very interesting. And so they've had a few episodes, like, related to that. But um, hopefully, like, places will start. And so then, after I listen to this, I'm in Cycle Bar. <laughs> you're <at> <laughs> like, and you're like, there are no Black women in here. Yeah. And yeah. then another day, there was a Black guy. And I was like, woo! Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is that I was having this conversation with Ashley on Friday when we were at her house. I don't even know how we got on. Oh, because she was saying, so she has a Peloton Mm -hmm. and um, I think she was talking about like all the instructors and like she took, I want to say she took a class from I don't know the woman, the girl's name, but some girl that she's never taken a class from. And she was like, oh, she was actually really good. But it was a white girl because mm-hmm. she's like, I normally take from like Ali Love and like all of like, you know, the black instructors, which I will say that Peloton has so many, like their diversity is like insane, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I, and I think, again, this goes to like a lot of like what we talked about in our last episode is that and I think we talked about this or maybe I've had so many conversations, they all kind of blend. But I think what happens is when, as a black person, if you see somebody doing things, you are more inclined to do them as well. So like, it's just, it it is, it is something that is innate in us to where if, if I see that, a black instructor is teaching, I'm like more likely to take that class because yeah. I want to support her. Right. And so that is, that is something that is culturally in us that like we continuously want to support our people. So 
I think that when you don't have that, then you don't see a lot of Black people taking spin classes. You know? Yeah, they talked about that a little bit in this episode. Yeah. Had, um, another one of their coworkers came on um, and she, I think is biracial. I think I remember that. And so they were kind of like talking to her because obviously they are, the two hosts are both white. They like, they're very, um, I would say one of them is extremely knowledgeable in, in like these subjects and stuff and like has been paying attention to this kind of thing for years, but even still like is learning a lot. Um, but so they had a coworker come on to talk to her about it specifically. And that's one of the things she talked about is that like, you know, she doesn't go to soul, soul cycle because the soul cycle in her neighborhood, like there is no instructor that looks like her. Right. Right. And so she doesn't go to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a really good episode and just makes you think. And then their most recent episode also talks about how like basically like the whole idea though of like women being like small and like skinny is really more about them being like weak and like like white and <laughs> white and weak. the idea of beauty like yeah. it's like it that's basically what it yep. is all telling you this is how you need to look mm-hmm. and, and that, I'll, like, that was it yeah that was, that was a yeah. lot in the beginning and same thing with like hair right and hair was like if your hair is straight then you are pretty because whose hair is straight right white right. women so it's like you know for so that's why you know there's like black women relax their hair or wore weave or and now i think especially in you know now all of a sudden like having like, you know, curves is great. And like, everyone's like, you should have curves. It's like, well, some of us have had curves our whole entire life. Um, And then same thing with like natural hair. I think it got to a point where like black women were like, you know what? Like, mm, we're really like, chemicals are terrible, right? Like it is so bad. Like I am a testament of the fact that like my, like my hair was natural for so long. And then I straightened my hair in eighth grade and it was fine. But then I, then I straightened it again in high school and it slowly just started falling out. And like, to this day, like I haven't had a relaxer in my hair in like, like over maybe eight years, maybe longer than that, because just, it just was not good for my hair. So, I mean, because you're literally, it's literally chemicals. Like they're so bad. You know, and obviously, like, <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why they call it creamy crack, but it's like <laughs> some people more power to you if you can do it great. But like, I just, I couldn't, like, my hair just was not like I would have been bald. <laughs> yeah. But you also shouldn't have to. Like, well, right. So, all this is like, and it's so crazy because, like, I listened to this and I'm like, I never thought about this before. And now that I am listening to it and hearing it, like, it's all so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, crazy. I know. I think that's, right, I think that's the thing, too, is that, like, the more, I think people's eyes are open and their ears are open, and the more you hear about stuff and you dive deep into it, you're like, what the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're like, that is terrible yeah like why like 
No. <laughs> like, like I know. never thought about like the fact that people like thin people were put on a pedestal, like thin women were put on a pedestal because it meant they were weak women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because men have to feel superior. Right. It's so bad. And it's like, oh, God, it makes so much sense though. <laughs> You're like, there's a light bulb. <laughs> Yeah, on my on my morning walks, I have so many light bulbs on my morning walks. And literally, I'm just, I like talk out loud. Like I'm walking. I have this like route that I do every like morning. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I do it in the evening. And I do my little route. And I'm like walking along. And I'll be like, holy shit. <laughs> or I'll like, be like, that is messed up. And like, not that I don't say anything. I just keep walking. And then again, I'm like, what? <laughs> It's every morning. I know. I need to, I feel like I need to start going on walks too, because I do, I will say I miss listening to podcasts. Like yeah. I've, I've start. so I've started like after I work out and I shower, I listen to as I'm showering. And then like while I'm making my like food or just like on the computer. But I've realized like today when I was working, I realized that like I wasn't paying attention because I was like typing an email so I'm like, I can't, I have to be like doing something like driving or like walking yeah. something where like, I don't have to fo- like, don't have to do two things at once. So it's like, maybe I need to start walking. Cause I mean, it's not like I'm in my car that much. So I don't have the time to like, I mean, I have the time, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. actually like dedicate and like listen. Cause I feel like I've downloaded so, <laughs> I've oh, I, so like, many podcasts. <laughs> so many podcasts. And I like... I'm like, oh, I need to like diversify my podcast. So then I like, instead of researching, I just went and downloaded like 15. <laughs> oh, I want to listen to this one and this one and this one and this one. And then like, I'll subscribe once I listen to an episode and see like, you know, whose voices I enjoy or like what themes I like, whatever. But so yeah, my walks are just, that's when I listen to my podcast and then like around the house. But I can't while I'm working unless, unless I'm doing something really like not uh, like, like it, that doesn't require me to like focus. Um, but that is like why I actually really do enjoy my walks and sometimes they'll go longer. Cause like, I want to finish a podcast. Like this morning I went longer cause I was like, I have 15 minutes left in this podcast. And like, if I go home and stop it, cause I don't like to stop a pot. I like to finish the whole yeah. thing in one sitting oh. or through like half of it. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So it just like, it depends. Like there are some like juicy scoop where I can like, yeah, like, like in parts, but like some that are like more like serious topics or like new ones. If it's a new one, I don't like to set like divide it up because I want to like get a feel for it. And lately it's been a lot of new ones. Um, but yeah. Okay. So I have one more, one more. Okay, this is a quick one, which doesn't require much talk. Is it? Finally started season one, episode one of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Yes! Oh my gosh, you know what's so funny? I was just going to say that I need to... I never watched season one of Potomac, so I think I'm going to go back and watch season one. But like... uh, I just started it. Well, I finished the first episode. I'm pumped. It's been great not having a lot of things on Bravo to watch. Actually, I haven't been watching as much TV. 
like yeah, the past couple the past like couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um and the things I have been watching, I've been more like uh, intentional. Like I haven't just been putting things on like in the background. Yeah. Um, so, but I finally started it. I'm very excited. Can't yeah. wait. I'm hoping to catch up before the new season premieres. You will. Um, which I think I will. Yeah, uh, you definitely will. So that's what I've been watching. Woo, woo, woo. Like, you know. I love it. Um, okay. We're like, we're like, are we an hour in? No, uh, we are not. We are not. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Am I going to have to chop? I'm going to have to chop this up into. No, we can. We can be it's on fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm fine. not talking about what we're watching, though, because or listening to and reading. Like, uh, I think it's that's relevant. my favorite thing to talk about. Great. I think it's so relevant. Okay. So what, um, what are, where do we want to start? We're going to do some celeb stuff. Yeah, some, some celeb gossip. There's a lot. There is kind of a lot. I feel I like there were a lot of, of not a lot. There's a lot of, like, um, a lot of men. <laughs> There's a lot. The, the recurring theme, right, is everyone has had enough. <laughs> yeah. Right? So another podcast I've listened to, uh-huh. um, there's a new podcast called The Dissenters, and it's on Dear Media with um, Deborah Messing from Will & Grace. Oh, and, yeah. Um, Mandana, who used to be on Rachel Zoe. Anyway, I, didn't, I haven't listened to their podcast yet, but I listened to them on The Skinny Confidential. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I, think this is, I think this is from this podcast. They're all blurred together sometimes. I know. But, um, they were talking about how, like, if you look at all of these, like, revolutions of the past few years or movements, so, like, they all kind of have, like, one starting point, like, a tipping point that yeah. happened in 2016, and I don't want to get political, but <laughs> that happens. Mm-hmm. Then we have Me Too. Then we have Black Lives Matter. Black, Black Lives Matter. So it's kind of almost like that, like is like the start of like people being enough is enough yeah people being like we're really interesting thought but yeah yeah, enough is enough and so this past week enough was enough a lot lot of men are going down again and i love it i mean also like don't be a fucking creep like the amount of men that are creeps yeah like how like I don't like I don't even know like where where you even begin like I mean I don't even know do we talk about do we talk about the um Jeffrey Epstein like documentary that came out I like, think we did um like, the ultimate like yeah that was real messed up I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts about him too lately and. Uh, I fully believe he was murdered because of all what he knows. Oh, he knows. And I think that Ghislaine knows it all too. But I also think that she has some sort of deal. What the fuck happened? Like, that's my whole... I think she has a deal. I think she is the informant. I think she is who tipped off the FBI to get to go after him. And in exchange, she is safe 
I mean, this is real conspiracy shit, though, right now. Because well, otherwise, I don't understand why they're not going after her. Because he he knows he knows some shit about a lot of people. Yeah, and not only that, like she was involved. So, like, I don't understand how you arrest him and not arrest her. Like that is that is where I was like, hold up. I'm right, confused. which is why I feel like she could have been like working with the. the feds or the police yeah. whoever arrested him because otherwise i don't understand why she is not in custody right yeah and but like it just like blew my like and for one it just was so heartbreaking that you obviously see that this man took advantage of girls young girls young impressionable impressionable girls who were in a situation where if you were to offer them money, they would of course say yes, right? Because they were all, they they all seemed to be like in, like, you know what I mean? Like not in great situations and not, you know, so. And an age where they didn't know any better. Right. And in age- 16, 17. And when you're 16, 17, you don't care about world issues right. or what's wrong care. and right. You care about like being able to like have a cool purse at school. Right. And I would, I mean, I like several times while I'm watching it, I'm like, God, like I would hope that like, if I was that age and somebody approached me and was like, do you want to massage a man for $200? That I'd have been like, fuck you. No, but like, you don't know. Like you don't like, I think, I think now people who are older are like, how, like, how, like in your mind, how could you ever think that that was okay? But I also think it now is a good lesson for all of like, for women and all of us to teach our children Mm -hmm. that like this, there are terrible men out there. There are terrible humans. I mean, there's terrible men and women, but there are people who are going to try to exploit you and are going to try to do, you know, any and everything. And you have to recognize that and you have to be safe. And it's just so sad that I'm sure all of those girls are going to be damaged for, I mean, I mean, they're older, they're old now, not old, but you know, they're adults now. And I'm sure they were damaged for so long. And that's just, and it's a cycle, right? And now all of these stories coming out about all these comedians who, you know, was, who was the first one? Was Chris, Chris? Chris D'Elia was the first one that came out, right? He's recent. Yeah. 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 Or even DMing like, 16 17 year old girls and then they would tell him the age and he'd be like he would still keep talking to them i don't know if anyone actually claimed anything happened yeah i don't think so i know he was cast as a pedophile not once but twice in previous things i told i told matt i was like like again i'm sure sometimes People in your in your circle might not know what you're doing in the dark, right? But his eight like his agent, the fact that like you're like, yeah, go out for these parts, 
Now, maybe he didn't know that he was tweeting or whatever with these young people, but that's such a bad look. But he also like made jokes about it. And so it's like um, Louis C.K. He made jokes about masturbating in front of people. And guess what? If he actually was doing it. Well, and that's the thing that I feel like at some point, like if you're joking about it, because most of the time, comedians are using their real life situations to tell jokes. So like, hey, we didn't we we didn't red flag that when we were like, "Mm, that's not funny because did you really do that? (laughs) Yeah. What? Yeah. Like I said earlier, I didn't think his stand up was that funny. I know one of our friends thought he was like really funny, but I never really thought he was that funny. No, I mean, I, to be honest, I only knew him because he was on Chelsea. Yeah. Sometimes. And then when he was on Whitney Cummings um, television show. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only time I like, like knew, really knew him. I had never seen any of his, his standup. Yeah. Uh, very successful podcast oh he does mm-hmm. well because isn't he friends with joe rogan he's bros with joe rogan and which uh, them all they all got uh, another guy he's been in the news and then the other one what's his name um damn it what's that ah, i just asked matt about that the other day um i gotta find his name because Ooh. i was huh Ooh. Um, Jeff Ross. Oh, really? Yep. He just got in trouble. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, no offense. Like, I feel bad, like... Sexual misconduct with a minor. He denies it, having a relationship with an underage girl. Jeff Ross denies allegations. He had sexual relationship. But... mm. I understand that there are times where, like, people make things up. I, I fully understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I'm not quite sure why, like, when you have nothing to gain from it. Right. You would come out with a story like right. these stories. Like, it's not like they are suing them for millions of dollars or they're just, they're, they're just telling their stories they're just telling their stories and like I don't think that like somebody would come out saying that they were like had sexual misconduct with Jeffrey Ross like right like gross for yeah. like for no reason right and and maybe it's just because I'm gonna side almost always with the woman Yes. Because, because I am one and we all have our own stories. Right. Yes. So like, we and know I, how a lot of this shit happens, but yeah. like, I, I just do, I like just always believe the women. And I think that that is, that's the thing, right? Is that like, it's almost, it, sadly, it's very similar, like, not similar, but like the you go back, especially with like race, right? And racism. You go back and think about like now everybody is, do, is going back and thinking about the things that they were were involved in or were in a situation and somebody said something and you kind of were like, oh, whatever. 
But it's, and it's the same thing in the sense that people are now going back and are like, yeah, when I was at the club and that guy said whatever he said, we are so conditioned to just kind of be like, yeah, it's fine. Or like you're walking in the mall and some legit, I was, I was, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend of mine. We were in Miami and we were, um, we were on South beach and like in like during Memorial day weekend, it's like a huge to do. And like a bunch of people are always like, but most, most black people are out and about and, a lot of people just like kind of walk up and down, you know, drinking, whatever. And no lie, it's like five girls. And we're like either, fre- we were either freshmen or sophomore in college walking. This guy rolled a towel and, and like snapped it on her ass. Like in what world is yeah. that, is that okay? Done. And at and at that point, you know, you're like, she might have been like, what the fuck? Like, she might have like, you know, snapped at him or whatever. But like, nothing because you don't know what to do. You're so uncomfortable, or you're too young, like, to know that that's not okay. Right. And it's like, what do you do? This man is a grown. First of all, he's probably grown too. Right. It's like those situations where now everybody's like, like again, it goes back to like no enough is enough like you're not gonna fucking sit here and like talk to me a certain way because you think that you might have a chance with me or like whatever it is like no and it's just crazy that like for so long this has been happening you know and I think obviously with the me too stuff I think what happened you know there I and I'm sure that like People have been doing stuff, you know, uh, not in the media, but I think it blew up so big with Weinstein because it was like so huge. And then like Cosby and then like there were so many like huge names. And then I think it kind of settled once like he went to jail and whatever. But like there's still people out there who have done all of this shit. There are so many and there are many more. And there are some we'll never know about, but there are so many. And, and what, so my, my good buddy, NT lawyer, <laughs> what he says is that the music industry is 10 times worse. Yeah, I believe that. And most of these stories coming out, besides R. Kelly, most of them are not the music industry. Mm-hmm. And so if the music industry is way worse, like when are those stories going to come out? Are they going to come out? And I wonder, like, uh, what you know? I mean, I mean, Kesha tried, right? Like, and look what happened. She right, had, he had to go away for like two years. Right, and that's and, like, and that's the sad thing about it is that like, at what point, you know, it's almost like there has there's has to be a like, uh, an alliance of like all of the top like music people to be like, you need like, cause I'm sure they know, I'm sure everybody knows who is doing what, right? So do you, do you get the Taylor Swifts and they are Ariana Grande and the, the people who are, are, are filling these people's pockets and say, 
we're not making any music until so-and-so is gone. I think that they're afraid I know. of being replaced or they're the people, some of the people I think that are guilty of it are so high up yeah. that it scares them probably. Yeah. I mean, but maybe, I don't know, Taylor Swift lately has been very, very vocal about politics and stuff. So maybe like, it's going to take one. It'll take one. One powerhouse. One powerhouse too. to be like, this person is scum for it to just like floodgates. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, because I, I hope it happens because then it's just, I mean, again, just like gymnastics, it was oh. the same thing. And that comes out tomorrow, I think. Um, that documentary. Oh my God. I got chills watching the trailer you sent like, like 10 seconds in like chills all over because you, again, it's one of those things where like you, especially like in our, like you grew up like watching gymnastics. Right. And like knowing who Bella Crowley is and hit like the powerhouse that he creates the mag, like, the dream team, like all, like everything. And then one person, right? I don't know if it was one person, but like somebody finally was like, no, like yeah. I've had enough. And, and then to see all the people it affected and it wasn't just like the people. It wasn't like, just the stars. Olympics. It was everybody. It was all the stars. It was all of them. And it was like, holy fuck. Like when you see the numbers, so the documentary, like, trailer if you don't know what we're talking about it's coming out on netflix about usa gymnastics it starts by saying like usa gymnastics is responsible like, has like 38 bronze medals 42 silver medals like 50 gold medals in the past x number of years and 500 sexual assault survivors and it's like it's i got those just it. now yeah like, it's it's insane and it's so sad so sad it's so sad. And then I'm like, well, what if the one never had the, like, what if the one who started it never was brave enough? Yeah. That person would probably still be doing it. Yep. Like, it's so, so sad. And it's going to be a good documentary, but. It's going to be sad. It's going to be very hard to watch. But I'm um, excited to watch I sent it. it. I sent it to Sunia and like Mahogany and Alicia and Jen. And like Sunia said the same thing. She's like, it's going to be so hard to watch. Yeah, I said it to my friend Elise, who was a gymnast until she broke her back. And she was like, I, she's like, I'm, I'm going to try to watch it, but like, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to get through it because she was a gymnast. And like, it, yeah, it's, ugh. But yeah, we say that to say that like, it's just like one, you just need one person to just like, to be like, this is not okay. And then, you know, that's when, I mean, it literally is like a real life, like SVU case, right? Because that is always the case that like one person Mm -hmm. speaks out and it's on the news. And then all of a sudden they get calls that like, this happened to me, right? Like it's, it's just, it's heartbreaking. Um, Well, mixed in with that as well. Let's get all of the, like, (laughs) all of the sexual all of the sexual assault out of there. Um, Danny Masterson. Masterson? I, yeah, Danny Masterson. 
I am so happy about this. It has been something that has been talked about for years and years. And he was being protected by the church in Scientology, which means one of two things. One, they turned on him. Yeah. Protecting him for years. Or two, they're also going to go down. Ooh. I'm really hoping it's two. I hope it's two as well. Because they actively have shut down the investigation multiple times and they have helped cover things up. So if they have evidence of that, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oof. But other option is one where they like are uh, working with the police. The police about it. And so, but he was arrested. And this is something yeah. that happened in like 2014, right? Um, yeah, I'm not sure the exact year, but there's there's more than there's more victims than the ones that he's actually being charged for. Mm. But those are the ones that there was enough evidence, I guess, to charge him for. Yeah. But he uh, is accused of raping multiple women. women. Yeah. Another man in his power. Yeah. Like, just... And, so- and it's something that his makes me really mad because... It's been talked about for like a while. Like the allegations have been out there for like two years. No one did anything about it. Nothing happened. Right. And then all of a sudden they did. So it's like, I mean, he, I, he did, he did lose some, some like jobs over it, but at the same time, like he wasn't arrested. He wasn't canceled. He was still friends with Ashton and Mila, like all this stuff. Are they still friends with him? I mean, I'm sure they haven't said anything. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they had to have known the kind of person that he was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But. Yeah, you have to. At some point. They they knew. Yeah. I was going to say, at some point, uh, you know somebody long enough, they will show you who they are. Mm -hmm. At some point. It could be a slip, but they'll show you. Yeah. Lost her virginity to Danny Masterson when she was underage. Who did? Mila Kunis. Oh. Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) That's what Auntie Lawyer told me anyway. Your buddy Auntie, I love him. He's great. (laughs) Every time Mike comes in, I'm listening to a podcast. He's like, is it Auntie Lawyer? (laughs) I'm like, no. And then when we're packing during our move, I did put on a bunch of Auntie Lawyer Mm. for him. I listened to this one episode. Holy shit. It was insane. It was all about um, yachting and why yachting is so messed up. Mm. Like, like the whole, as a like, whole or like as a business or like, no. So like the idea of like yachting, like where girls, like basically mm. it's, it's like these boats, I don't want to get on too long of a tangent, but like basically you're in international waters a lot of time the boat, so you may be an American and you own a yacht, but your yacht is sailing under a Bahamian flag, not an American flag. Yep. So then also you just have to go three miles offshore and you're in international waters. So all the crimes that are committed there, mm. really nothing ever happens. And there has been a long, long list of crimes that have been committed in international waters and nothing happens. But then let's say you're docked in another country, but you're flag is like a Bahamian flag odds are they're not going to do anything 
And if so, you just push off and then (laughs) or they all helipads. And so the owner of the yacht or the person committing the crimes never actually steps foot in France. So they can't get arrested in France. Oh my God. it's insane. It's insane. And there's this website. Holy shit. There's this website and it has all these celebrities and it's basically like um what their rate is for like uh being a yacht per- a yacht girl? Well, some of them are they find them for yachting, but it's just like what their rate is for like a date, a date. Mm. Like all these like former Victoria's Secret models, playmates, um, porn stars, like names that you've heard of all these people. And basically they're like auctions and like stuff like that, where you can go on and like, and basically like purchase them for a trip or whatever you want. It's so crazy. This website. And it's like a real thing. And I almost went to the website and then I stopped myself. (laughs) You're like, I can't get looped in. I can't. (laughs) <laughs> no, but it was a crazy episode. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so let's talk. Well, we talk about something a little happy as we were like starting to record. Um, so, well, we didn't talk about this two weeks ago because this happened, I think, after we recorded, but Stasi is pregnant. She is pregnant. And she just posted. Uh, on Instagram for the first time, a photo of her and Bo, and it says like the little onesie hashtag OOTD, and they're having a girl. Yeah. I have a question. Uh huh. Isn't she due in January? Yeah. She probably waited. But. So if she's doing January, I don't know. July, August, September, October, November, December, January. She was, pregnant. she was probably pregnant during the reunion. Is that what you're trying to get at? Well, she's maybe like six weeks. Six weeks? Six or eight weeks. No, she's got to be more than that, huh? July, she's got to be more than that. She's okay. got to be – she's – Seven months. She's got to be at least – Three months, right? She's Wait. Not. The baby's due in January. July, August, September, October, November, December. January is seven months from now. Oh, so she's two months. Yeah. When do you find out what the sex is? I thought you found... Uh, I thought you found out at six. But... um. Uh, I could be wrong because clearly I've never had a baby. Uh, <laughs> oh, it said you're uh, when you're around 18 to 21 weeks. She's not there. Wait, when can I find the gender of my, I think I thought it was 12 weeks. So maybe she's 12. Maybe the baby isn't due in January. I mean, who did she confirm that the baby was due in January? That's what all the reports have said. I'm just trying to figure out how far along she is. Right. 
I definitely think that she was probably pregnant during the re- their virtual reunion. I, I, I don't think she was. You don't think she was? Well, maybe she was. I think she's like seven or eight weeks pregnant right now. Maybe you can maybe you can find out at eight weeks. I'll ask what I'll I'll ask somebody who is pregnant and who like real life. And I mean, the timing is perfect for her. Well, right. Because I feel like to like so she got fired. She was being dragged everywhere. Mm-hmm. She hires a new PR team. They announced she's pregnant. I haven't seen her being dragged anymore. No, of course not. And she'll hide out until J- until the baby's born. Yeah, because I mean, just, just yeah, because we're in court. I mean, she's for one, she could easily hide it. So, like, because she hasn't been anywhere, and like, she's been on. Um, you know, they they did their reunion virtually, but of course, like, she was wearing a big dress, like not a big dress, but like a flowy dress. So it's not like you could tell anyway. So, I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Well, I don't think people knew, thought that she would be the, the next one, right? I'm sure, uh, what's her face? Kentucky is not happy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... I don't know why they haven't been fired yet. I yeah, I'm also feel like they are soon to be fired. Yeah. So I guess I read an article before we started recording about Stassi and Kristen that like they apparently like begged Andy for their jobs back. Of course. But he said that Vanderpump rules, he wants to make it more he wants it to be more diverse. But the whole article, like he doesn't make the decisions for Vanderpump anymore. So the article I think was just like fluff. Yeah. Um, but I hope that is true. Yeah. I mean, I th- we'll see. Cause here's the thing. I think at the end of the day, like I think how it started the baseline of them being friends was great. Right. And that's, then you could, you, you can argue that, okay, it's because, you know, in the beginning, but like they have, they have openly like added people to the cast. Are not in their friend group. Right. They casted for those people. Correct. So in that sense, then if you want to continue, I mean, now I, I mean, now it's just like, just make a whole new show because you, who do you have remaining? If you get rid of everybody, you have Katie and Katie and Schwartz, which I'm sure aren't going to want to be on it. If none of their friends are on it, Ariana, yeah. unless, unless there's, unless you do like a Tom Tom spinoff, and and then you can keep Ariana and Tom and Tom and and Katie and then add people that work at Tom Tom or whatever it is. But I think they're just they have to figure out they're gonna have to pivot, sadly. Yeah. I think and the thing is like and I feel like a lot of people not a lot, I think a few people have talked about this. Like I think that I think eventually Stassi will able, will be able to like come back, but I think she has to like truly understand and like do an interview and like speak about it. And maybe being pregnant, she'll realize and having a kid, she's like taking the time to like truly get why 
this has happened, but I hope that like in this moment, that's what she's doing and is not being like a spoiled brat and being like, well, why is this happening to me? You know, type of thing, which she could easily do. (laughs) I I feel like maybe because she did lose so many things this time, like the consequences were so high that it like actually did cause her to like sit back and reflect and like realize why. Yeah. And like, I do think she can like relaunch herself in like a year or so, like sit back, enjoy your pregnancy, have the baby, you know, maybe restart a podcast or whatever. But I do think she needs to like, or hope at least that she like shows and she like proves that like, she's changed mm-hmm. and like show that you did the work and like you understand and like you're a better person. I think it's like, I think that's like all people need to see, like yeah. stop doing stupid shit and making that those same mistakes with the platform that you have. Right. And, and you I can think, recover from it. Yeah. And I think that's the, that's the issue, right? Is that like, You've been given an opportunity, you've been given a platform, and you continue to do dumb shit. And when people call you out for it, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. But then you continue to do the same dumb shit. So I think that is, you know, the the problem. So now, like, admit to all the dumb shit that you did. Say that you're growing and working and you're actually truly working on yourself. And then, you know, we'll see. Like, if you if after you are talking all this noise and you say, oh, I've changed, da, 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 and you don't change, then I think people are really going to have an issue. Maybe all of her fans won't because, like, I'm still in that group and those people are still, like, riding hard for her, which I think is great, obviously, because then, you know, she won't have an issue when she comes back. But I also think that, like, sometimes you can't, I think what we te- a lot of people tend to do is blindly follow people because we love them so much. And like, we just don't want to believe that they're terrible humans, but like sometimes maybe they are. Oh, I know I blindly follow people and I'm <laughs> trying to work on it. I also know that Saucy gained followers. She didn't lose followers. Correct. She gained like a hundred thousand followers from this. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Which is it's crazy. I got to get my charger, but, um, um, yeah. So yeah, she's pregnant. That's exciting. Good for them. I mean, she said she wanted to get pregnant if she was going to have to delay the wedding. Oh, right. She did say that. I did forget about that. Um, but another thing that's happened since we've recorded it is they announced the next bachelor. Oh, yes. That James, yes, Cameron's best friend. I'm excited. Two hot men. <laughs> two hot men. Hot besties. <laughs> Holy shit, are they hot besties? I know. He is very good looking. That James is so attractive. Yeah. And like, so I blindly follow follow Tyler Cameron. And Matt makes appearances in a lot of his Instagram videos. So before I ever followed Matt, which I followed him before he was announced Bachelor, just because he was always in Tyler's videos, yeah. his personality is so great. I think he's going to be so great as the, the Bachelor. Like, it's very exciting. It's their yeah. first black, like, 
Bachelor. Yeah. It's a long time coming. Yes. Hopefully it's something they keep up. Yes. And then it's not just like a knee-jerk reaction to everything that's going on. And I think Rachel Lindsay's talked about that, that she was just like, I, she's like, I am happy and I'm excited. She's like, I just feel like it, it sadly looks like it was a knee-jerk reaction because of, you know, what's going on. But she's like, and did you watch her on, um, watch what happens live? Yeah. So I loved how she was like, oh, I've already, like I sent emails or whatever to production because I agree. Like at the end of the day, like you have a great opportunity to Mm -hmm. truly like pick contestants that reflect people that he could potentially date. Right. So like all, all ethnicities and who's to say that he doesn't love all black women. Right. So like, let's not just have like four black girls. And those are like, you know, like sadly, not sadly, but like make it like heavy, like how you have all these blonde white girls, like let's go ahead and cast like maybe 10 black girls and then 10 white girls. Or I don't even know how many people are actually in the house, but like, like 28 people. Well, right. So like, let's do that. So you can actually see, you know, a representation of, of people that he would actually like want to date and not just, okay, well I was given these four black girls and like 25 white like right. girls and like not that he can't marry or find a white girl but like let's give him the chance to if he feels like he wants to connect with somebody who is of his same race then he should be able to do that yeah. so I hope I mean I think they have a huge opportunity to like really like shake it up yeah and they have plenty of time to cast for it because we still have a season of the bachelorette to do before they're right. going to the season of the bachelor mm-hmm. and i do i like one of the things that rachel said was that she just wished they had delayed the announcement of it mm-hmm. rather than announcing it right now like wait a month right or like wait a little bit of time so that it doesn't look like it was a knee-jerk thing right. but either way i think it's a long time overdue and i think yeah. i and do I still wish it was mike i know i'm also excited because i do think that I mean, he just, he just seems like a great guy, like all around and we'll probably get a Tyler Cameron cameo, which and I hope, I hope they continue, right. To like filter it through, like, you know, some, I mean, they've already, I mean, they've done his, Hispanic, but like still like, let's filter it through. Let's do white, black, like Asian, like Latino, like let's just keep whoever. it. Whoever, like if, if people want to be on that show, I feel like just let them be on the show. <laughs> and then let's have their contestants also be more diverse. We don't need like 10 of the same girl. Like right. Right now, there's always 10 blonde girls that I can't tell apart until only four of them are left. And even still, they're the same blonde girl. So like we they're don't the same. They all look the same. Every time I get a notification of like, or not a notification, but like anytime like Us Weekly or something has like an Instagram about some bachelorette, like somebody in Bachelor Nation, I'm like, 
I don't even know who this is because they all look the same. What season was she in? Yeah, so let's like let's like make it like not the same. Right. Let's switch that thing up. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. It's still. I mean, obviously, it won't come out for a while, but um, because who knows? I wonder if when they can start, like. Because, I mean, essentially, they kind of are quarantined, right? Like, what if they, what if they, like, send them all? Well, I guess they have to do The Bachelorette first. Because they didn't, she didn't film anything, right? They shut down filming day one. So they still have to film The Bachelorette. And from what I, uh, from what I understand is they're going to do Bachelorette first. But maybe if it delays too long, maybe they'll hold off on her until the spring and try to get, his films I don't know but um I'm excited for his season I'm not excited for this the bachelorette season that hasn't been fun no because I don't really like know like yeah she's like two years to go yeah I don't really know her so I'm kind of like okay great yeah I mean I probably might watch it I might not I mean maybe they'll do a better job casting for her oh are they are they gonna recast I don't know, but some of the things that I read kind of made it seem like they might because they should. Like you commit to like a young period, and then it's not that time period. So I'm sure there's people that can't do it anymore. That's true. Well, and didn't they cast people that were like really young? And she had some people they they told couldn't do it, and they recast a few people because she's thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no. Why do I want to date a twenty four year old? Yeah. It's like no. ridiculous. No, you're like 12. Um, okay. Um, what else? I feel like we may need to wrap up. I know. I'm recording. I'm like, uh, okay. Wait, really quick. I have like a couple rapid fire. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay. One that I was really annoyed that Kristen Stewart is apparently playing Princess Diana, which I think is terrible, awful, no thank you. I concur. <laughs> I'm sorry. The worst casting of all time, maybe. <laughs> I mean, but let's take somebody that everybody loves and cast somebody that everybody hates and is a terrible, terrible, terrible actress. She's so bad. <laughs> She's so bad. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, next. No, it's amazing. Okay. And then um, TV shows that are on summer break right now, Beverly Hills and... Um, New York, which yeah. is crazy, but I guess you know, I uh, they probably are trying to space out as much timing as possible. I did, and I think I told you this, I didn't realize that like Tinsley legit is like gone, like she, yeah. <laughs> she filmed like four episodes, I mean, maybe five, I don't know, and was like, deuces, yeah, I'm trying to marry my guy. Um, I've heard two theories about why there was a pause. The first theory I heard was obviously that they're trying to stretch things out for as long as possible. And so they did a summer break. Um, The other theory I heard is that they're going back through the rest of the seasons with a fine tooth comb to make sure that there are not, there's not offensive stuff in them. Well, yes, because, oh, that's what I meant. That's what I skipped on my list is that along with all of these things happening, there's been a lot of people. So like Peter from Below Deck, who when somebody said Peter, I was like, who the fuck is Peter? Because uh, I forgot, but they- I'm not surprised when I realized which one it was, sweetie. Hello, sweetie. 
Um, I hate him so much. So but, much. So Bravo came out and the production company came out and said that because of the things that he has said, they're going to limit like how much he's shown in the season. So I'd be, in, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Um, MTV did the oh. same thing. I was just going to say, so Siesta Key, the day that the part two of this current season premiered last week was supposed to be two episodes. That day they announced they were, they had fired Alex, who is not only a main character. Isn't his his dad dad, the producer? His dad paid for the show to be made. Uh, (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Like. Wait, is he the one that got in trouble with the shark thing too? He, Alex was the one, he was on the boat, but it wasn't his boat, but yes. <laughs> okay. So, remember that. he got fired um, the day that the season was supposed to premiere, and instead of doing two episodes, they premiered one, only one, and they're going through and re-editing the whole so- show because the whole second part of the season is all about him getting his girlfriend pregnant and them having a baby. So it was like a huge, huge storyline. And they literally, like, it was about, like, the show was about to start when the news came out that he was fired. Wow. But he, I mean, he's a shitty person, but a lot of them are shitty people. Well, yeah, of course. They're shitty people. The girls are kind of great. I've heard some stuff about one of the um, girls, Chloe. Uh, Like, there's been, like, but it's mainly uh, another uh, cast member has been saying that she's she's not great. I Uh, haven't I have not watched, um, I have not watched Siesta Key. I love it. I don't have MTV because we have YouTube TV, so. Um, yeah, it's really good. Wait, how do you watch it? Good, but, oh, I have my ways. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like Laguna Beach, like. Yeah. Like good. It's like re, like, not It fake. feels like Laguna Beach. Yeah. Not but, yeah, you know. so. um, yeah, I and and MTV's having a whole situation. They a shit ton of people. Because the people uh one of the girls from the challenge, they had to I think a couple people from the challenge though. Sure, they'll go back and be like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't, you know. I'm pretty sure if you go back in like every single like something, like so many people were like Johnny Bananas, maybe CT. Like they all have probably done some shitty things. I feel wow. like, I feel like Leroy got like got in a fight with somebody one season because he said something racial to him and he left. Yeah, and he was like fuck this. So it's just, right. it, yeah. I mean, yeah. So every every network is getting hit hard. So I mean, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I probably believe that that they're probably going back through everything and making sure that somebody didn't say something dumb and yeah. stupid. Um, and then the only other two things that have their TV related is um, Summer House season five is a go, and they are going to film. Um, I didn't read how they are. I mean, I guess since technically they just are in the house, they're just going to film them in the house. Yeah, they're not going to like go to bars and stuff. Right, which is going to be probably really awful. Not awful in a sense of like, 
like boring, but just like they're going to be drinking a lot. Drinking a lot, fighting a lot. Fighting a lot. I wonder though, I wonder if they're going to just stay in the Hamptons because normally they go back to like, I think that's week. I think that's what they what I read is that since they technically I mean like Lindsay owns her own business but like and then obviously Loverboy too so like most of them probably have been working remote anyway so yeah. I'm sure that's probably what they'll do they'll just like work during the week in their little house and then on the weekends they'll film them so that'll be interesting to see um and then Potomac which we talked about earlier is they announced the date that they're going to come back, which is August 2nd. So I'm excited for that. And then did you see that somebody said that um, uh, Southern Charm is filming? Did you see that that video? Yes. That they were filming? Um, So I don't know what that means. It's weird they're filming right now, but... Yeah, yeah, I saw that in one of the groups. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, don't know how I feel about that, but... Oh, Below Deck Med. Have you been watching it? So I didn't watch this week's, but... So I don't know who came back. I know who come, came back. Do you? Oh, shit. Um, that one girl was awful. Like, she was really bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, um, Hannah... Hannah is terrible, right? Like, Hannah's a bitch. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Like, the way she talks, like, she's just, you could tell that she, like, doesn't want to be there, whatever. But that girl was, like, on 2000. <laughs> that was, yeah, she was crazy. And then when she was, like, like she was quit, and she was, like, I don't, I'm not even comfortable getting on the boat. Like, what you thought she was gonna hit you? Like I, I think she yeah. was dramatic. I think she realized that she was gonna look a fool on television, didn't want to be on TV anymore. And I think that's what she was getting herself into and that yeah. like I don't know, maybe that she thought it was her br- big break or something, and then she actually had to work, or I don't know, but terrible. she was terrible. And yeah. I love K- Kiko. Oh chef. yeah, the show. Nice to be a chef on that show. He's too nice. He's way too nice. He's so nice. He's the sweetest thing ever. I am in, I'm going to be intrigued now for the regular below deck because now we'll have a new chief stew. Yeah. So mm, we'll have two because Hannah is pregnant and she is no longer going to be setting it up for the person who comes in to take over as chief stew. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like right. them. Well, on that note, we will uh, wrap it up because clearly we have so much to talk about these days that uh, we always go so long. So, <laughs> so um, don't forget to subscribe, tell your friends, rate and review us, please. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.